0: I'm Janice Dean.
1: I'm David Asman. I'm Dana Perino. And this is the Fox News Rundown.
0: Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. I'm Eben Brown. Russia's war against Ukraine is mostly viewed as a war on land. Convoys of tanks try taking cities. Ukrainian fighters try to hold them off. But there's also a naval war in progress, but can Russia keep control of the Black Sea?
1: The risk there though that you have u s. warships and Russian warships in a time of war in the same body of water.
0: This is the Fox News rundown war on Ukraine. You've heard of valiant Ukrainian attempts to retake their cities and to overpower Russian artillery. You've even heard of the Ukrainian sinking of a Russian flagship in the Black Sea. But that wasn't Russia's only warship in the Black Sea and that sea is how ukraine up until a few months ago shipped its prize export its grain the ships would leave the ukrainian coast travel the black sea to a canal in turkey then out to the mediterranean the atlantic ocean and the world russia has stopped all that activity but would nato help here
1: as you start to get food insecurity in places like uh, the north of africa then you see uh, uh, militant organizations like like boko haram like isis uh like al-shabab they start to become more empowered because they can control uh, the food that gets in people need it more they can control it more they can uh, they have better control of the people so they rise in power
0: fox news correspondent mike tobin is a veteran war correspondent he talks about how russia might not be so quick to start a war with nato at sea and the goal would be to expedite ukraine's shipment of its grain which not only enriches ukraine it feeds africa where food is growing scarce, and other bad actors are waiting to take advantage of that situation. He joins us once again from the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv
1: you get more world destabilization when you get this food insecurity. And that is why uh, General, uh, General Christopher, uh, Christopher Cavoli, who looks like he is on the fast track to become uh, uh, the NATO Supreme Allied Commander, he has suggested the possibility of getting NATO warships involved in securing the route of uh, these uh, big tankers coming and going from uh, Ukraine. Uh, and I know that President Zelensky had a conversation with President Erdogan of Turkey today. All of the traffic that comes in and out of the Black Sea has to go through Turkey. Uh, the risk there, no, though, is that you have U.S. warships and Russian warships in a time of war in the same body of water. And what everybody talks about whenever you talk about this conflict um, is the risk of something happening that would cause that fast slide down into the Third World War. Um, when I talk with people out here, particularly I was talking with uh, uh, Ambassador Volker, who was the uh, uh, U.S. Ambassador to NATO, who was a special representative uh, to Ukraine. Uh, and he says essentially that the Russians are so extended right now, uh, clearly they're taxing their resources, and if they weren't taxing their resources, they would be doing a better job. He thinks they are so extended right now that Russia just would not take the risk of doing anything provocative uh, with a warship. And then, as far as the uh, U.S. making a mistake, uh, he says you just got to have some faith in the professionalism of the U.S. Navy.
0: But even if the U.S. Navy weren't to do this, uh, a, a NATO warship—let's say if it came from the United Kingdom or from France—would Russia not see that as offensive? Would they? Would they not? Would this not be playing directly into their? Uh, their hand saying we're, you know, that if there's any aggression from NATO, we will we will respond. Uh, I mean, it just seems that um, a warship uh, you know, armed uh, in their waters or what right. they perceive to be their waters would do exactly that.
1: Well, obviously, I've got to uh, prognosticate to answer that question, but sure. uh, it would play right into their PR narrative. You know, they say that the reason they invaded um, um, Ukraine was because the West was coming this way, and because oh, also that whole stuff about uh, you know Nazis being uh, uh, um, abusive to the Russian-speaking uh, citizens in the east of the in the east of Ukraine. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, it certainly could play into the PR narrative uh, that they're out to get us. Uh, But as far as them looking at a provocation and and taking it up a notch, uh, at least the experts that I've talked to at this point said Russia's just not going to do it because they don't have the resources for the bigger fight, other than nuclear weapons.
0: And I I think both sides don't really want to go there. That doesn't really solve anyone's problem. I think think both sides uh, agree to that, at, at least at this point. Uh, let's talk more about the the actual uh, exporting of the grain. You you talked about the uh, uh, the end in Africa about the food insecurity and and the rise of terrorist groups like uh, Boko Haram that could take advantage of that precarious situation. But let's talk about the situation economically in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine's uh, historically has no has been known as the breadbasket of Eastern Europe. It, it their their grain exporting right. is how they have always. Uh, made uh, uh, a, a big chunk of their money it's how they keep their gdp uh, up as high as they can uh, not being able to export them has put them in some uh, seriously precarious situations over the past couple of months obviously the war uh the war right. has done that to, to, as a whole but but not being able to do business the way they normally do has been a bit crippling for them wouldn't you say
1: Essentially, so it's one more problem. Uh, obviously, the, the the war itself has had a devastating effect on their GDP. And I was talking with a Ukrainian member of parliament who represents uh, Odessa, who said that uh, you've got three ships uh, sitting in the port of Odessa, and they're fall. And the grain, uh, the produce that they've got in their in their tanks is just sitting. And uh, he couldn't really speak to the uh, the status of those shipments. But it goes bad. Uh, One of the big exports they have here is sunflower oil, and I'm really not an expert on how that kind of thing would preserve. But I assume that the oil would would stay uh, okay even if it's not refrigerated. But uh, I I know enough from being around the Midwest, if you've got other things, if you've got the wheat, um, and it's sitting in in a a moist environment like around the sea, uh, it's going to go bad.
0: You've been listening to our conversation with Fox News correspondent Mike Tobin, who once again is reporting from Kiev on the Fox News rundown, War on Ukraine. We'll have more with Mike Tobin straight ahead. Obviously, any type of produce is going to have a shelf life. And if, if you're dependent on making money from right. that, you really are going to run out of uh, usable supply. And of course, the, the, having a war makes it hard to replant. Um, let's talk more about your conversation with Ambassador Volker. Obviously, he, he's got a lot on his mind and on his plate these days. So uh, what more could uh, did he share with you that you could share with us?
1: Well, that was kind of the backbone of our conversation, that it, it, it is... It, it, it is not a move without risk, but he uh, he was in a hurry when I talked to him, so I just got in a couple of questions, <laughs> um, and 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 that was uh, that was the backbone of it. He thinks that of course it is uh, you know involves risk when you put warships uh, uh, facing each other down uh, out to sea, especially in such a tense environment like this. Uh, but he thought that um, uh, in terms of the risk. Uh, it's just not there because the Russians won't do anything provocative even if they do feel that it is insulting to have uh, have NATO warships uh, show out show up here uh, but he said what you do have what you know is increasing uh, the whole time you have this food insecurity is, is what we talked about before uh, the rise of militants the destabilization in some of these countries that are uh, uh, not that secure in the first place uh, so uh, food insecurity is is worldwide insecurity so it seems that every bend on the road we're, we're looking at Another uh, threat uh, to more destabilization and more of a threat to to a wider conflict. Um, so that's why he thinks. It, I mean, essentially, you got to choose the lesser of evils, and the lesser of evils would be the risk with the Russians because he doesn't. He, he doesn't think that they would uh, want to fight someone else while they're, they're so bogged down with this fight.
0: Mike Tobin, Fox News in Kiev. Thank you so much again for being with us on the Fox News Rundown: War on Ukraine.
1: You bet.